0: following is a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club. How
1: about yeah!
0: this, Cowboys? This, this, this is Talking Cowboys. Streaming live from the Dallas Cowboys World Headquarters at the Star in Frisco. First down. Hand-off, Elliott, plowing to the goal line. Barry, sacked
2: by Lord. Yeah. Prescott keeps it, and he bangs it into the touchdown.
0: Here are Mickey Spagnola, Brian Bronis. Rob Phillips and Bill Jones
1: and hallelujah it is a football Friday I love football Fridays we get you set for Cowboys Panthers on Sunday and I love high school football I love college football I love the NFL and we got a little dose of the NFL last night We've got no Mickey again today, so he's out the whole week. But hopefully, Mickey will be back on Monday. Bill Jones with Brian Broaddus and Rob Phillips. Rob, do you got some maroon on over there? Uh, a, a little a, bit? A touch of maroon? A I mean, it's a big Aggie weekend, isn't it?
3: Is it? I mean, yeah. It is. They're we're,
1: hosting the Clemson Tigers. We're
3: on game day. That's pretty cool. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And then once kickoff starts, I don't know how cool it's going to be. So do, but, you,
1: do you wish that the Cowboys were playing at home this weekend so you could make it down to Aggie
3: Land and take in that game on Saturday? If the Cowboys were at home... I would be there on Saturday for you sure. You would be? Yes, I would, I would pay the for true that butt-kicking that we're about to get on Saturday night.
2: But you know what? You it's- sound just like me watching LSU play. Oh, I sandbag like worst. crazy. I'm the yes. worst when it comes to my team, and and I always, I always feel something disastrous is going to happen. <laughs> oh, I'm
1: always like that. My I, brother-in-law gives me, who's a Texas Tech fan, yeah, yeah. so he prepared every week to lose. Yeah. Um, <laughs> prepared, to, prepared to score 60 and lose he by always, 65. He always gives me a hard time because I always say, doesn't matter. We're playing Florida Atlantic last yeah. week. Oh, you know, we got Lane Kiffin over there. You yeah. know, you do, we may not be able to handle this <laughs> one. You know, I'm, I'm, I think it could go either way.
2: That's yeah, one of those things. we got
1: Chip Kelly in UCLA, by the way. Ah, you tomorrow.
2: got the Bruins. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, well, look, they didn't look very good the other day playing. Yeah, I, yeah but it's going to be a tough game. Yeah. You, you yeah you you Throughout the, the record books, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Reminds me so much like Lou Holtz. Lou Holtz used to be, you know, they played Navy, and they'd beaten Navy like 40 consecutive years. This is one of the best Navy teams I've ever, you know. <laughs> yeah. You lost them in 40 years. Who's LSU got? They, you met uh, nobody? Southwest It's got to be yeah, nobody because yeah, it's a short week. Yeah, we're one of the directional Louisiana. Yeah, uh, southeast Louisiana? south Southeast Louisiana. It's one of the. I, yeah, yeah I did,
1: Southwest guy. Louisiana yeah. is now Louisiana Lafayette, Lafayette. Yeah, so, so it's Southeastern Louisiana. You got yeah. one of them. You got McNeese or somebody. We have in Southeastern
2: there. Louisiana. We're, okay,
1: that's who there, we got. There and you then go. we got Auburn next week. All that. right. Well, we got Cowboys and Panthers. Did y'all watch much
2: of the Eagles last night first? I kind of kept a little bit of an eye on it just up until the half, and then I lost interest after that. And then I can't. It's funny because I that, like, that went rain to delay sli- took care yeah, of that for I, you. Yeah, I went to sleep and I woke up <laughs> just in time to watch the final series. Yeah, the final that's drive. all you
1: needed to watch and, from that game. And it was actually. crazy
2: because I'm thinking, come on, Steve Sarkissian, you can call better plays than this, and no, he can't. <laughs> so the Falcons got what they deserved at the end of the game, you know, that you just, you that basically,
1: I got home about the yeah, same time yeah. they were throwing for the end zone. Yeah. If you I don't, I don't have a good
2: plan, if you don't have a good plan in the red zone, then you're going to probably uh, have problems and probably lose games. And that happened to Atlanta. It's, it's a shame that they didn't learn their lesson, but they, they didn't.
3: That's why they took an L. I tuned out after 13 penalties in the first half. And I kind of kicked myself a little bit. Cause I didn't think we'd see the Philly special ever again. I didn't. I didn't think it wasn't the same Philly special. Not the same, but it was more like the Brady play, the pass play the
1: Patriots had in the Super Bowl. It was. I just.
3: I never thought Nick Foles would catch another pass in his Eagles career. I thought you know everybody would have that scouted, but apparently not. (laughs) I feel. I'm gonna
2: ask you this though. You feel just watching what you've seen. You feel we were pretty. I think we were all talking about Philly being the best team in the division, Philly being the team that you have to kind of watch, you know, Dallas will be behind Philly, you know, oh, the just no, wait,
1: wait a second. Who did we, who
2: did we pick
3: yesterday? Oh, no, wait, oh. he, no, no,
2: I'm, I'm talking about, I'm hey. asking Rob and myself here. You know, right. I'm just kind of looking at Rob saying that right now.
3: Well, yeah. I mean, they struggled to move the football last night. Kind of in the preseason.
2: They had that problem moving the ball in the preseason. Uh-huh. You said
3: that and Chris mm. Collinsworth said that last yeah. night. Um, the question's you know Foles obviously is a folk hero there now but they Well to- they are,
1: maybe not now. I mean he because <laughs> the, the lusters come off that super Bowl. they did, they did win last night it Started but the boor- lusters
3: come off a little bit. The Boobirds came out at uh, halftime. That's uh, right. They course. were blowing them off the field at halftime. You know if Carson Wentz is going to need some time to get back that's, that's what it, i that's interesting. That's what I'm, what I'm thinking. Yeah. What I'm thinking.
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe you know I was my thought was okay that you're going to get Carson Wentz back it's not going to be one of these 3 or 4 game things. You're going to you know have him back in a couple of weeks but you know, the, the, the Eagles very well could be a team that offensively – now, defensively, they're really good. Yeah. They are good defensively. But, you know, offensively, I, I mean, that was uh, – that's a lot like what we've seen in the preseason from them. Mm-hmm. And if Nick Foles – you know, if you're a Cowboy fan, you got to hope that, you know, last night could have been a loss for them. and you know, it, it wasn't. But if Nick Foles has to continue to play and only averages like four yards a throw – then, you know, maybe you feel pretty good about, you know, Dallas. I just didn't – I said it yesterday. I just don't see Philadelphia running away with this thing like they did last year. Mm -hmm. I don't see them rolling off. And that was why I
1: picked – That's one of the reasons I picked Dallas yesterday is because I just don't think Philadelphia is – I like the way they've constructed their roster and so forth, but right. you know, even you know, Alshon Jeffries coming off his injury or surgery or whatever he had. They didn't have him last night. They're, they're, things are not going to fall into place like they did. They're going to have year. to really scramble. Even when they yeah. had injuries last year, Foles stepped up his game. Yeah, we saw more what Nick Foles is really like. I think yeah. last night, yeah, absolutely. And you know, now how long are they going to be without Wentz? I mean, that injury occurred, and it was not your typical ACL injury. No. And it happened very
3: late in the season, and you know they may not have him for another month. Yeah. Who knows? They're not going to sneak up on anybody either. I the mean, Cowboys kind of found that out last year coming off 13 wins, that everybody's gunning for you. It is a first-place schedule for them this year as opposed to, yeah, forget, absolutely right. you know, they yeah. were the third or fourth a year ago. Sure. So, yeah. Um, it's going to be more difficult for sure. All is hard to maintain in the NFC East. There's rarely you got back-to-back champs.
2: Yeah, I think if you're a yep. Cowboy fan 2004. You, you have to feel wow. a, bit, a little bit yeah. better about the situation. You know, but that that means Dallas is going to have to go out and take care of their business oh, too. Oh yeah, this you first month yeah, we you, talked about it. Yeah, you can't go to Carolina and flop around and figure out, how, you know, lose the game by doing something stupid, you know. You have to be better if if Carolina's going to beat you, make Carolina beat you because their players are better. Don't do anything stupid that cost you this game.
1: So we'll break down uh, further and get our final thoughts on uh, Cowboys-Panthers over the course of the uh, next hour here. Uh, when you look at the Cowboys uh, and what's going on with this team right now today, Travis Frederick talked for the first time yesterday right. since um, the announcement came out a little over two weeks ago of the Guillain-Barre syndrome after hearing him talk, any any, I don't know that it cleared up anything because he doesn't know, and the doctors don't know yep. what's going on with him right no, now. No, that
2: is true, and and that's going I think the way it's going to continue to roll. They've they've. We talked about this. Um, they they're keeping him on the the active list, and if, you know, if things approve in the next three, four, five weeks, and you can kind of get things going the right direction for him as far as getting back out in the practice field. Well, that was a gamble that was worth, and and I and I don't mean to use the word gamble in like they're gambling with his health. I mean they're gambling that they, you know. And listening to him talk, and listen to him on the Ben and Skin show. You know, he feels like he felt like, excuse me, that he caught this early enough that they feel like that they can mm-hmm. they can treat this and he can get some of his strength back and work his way back. And there's no paralysis and things like that. There's still some loss of feeling and things like that, but. They, 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 he, he at least feels positive that, hey, we, we caught this at the right time. Now let's see if the treatments and all that will take, uh, take hold.
3: And that's what's great for his long-term health is that, like you said, that potential for paralysis the longer you wait. That's great uh, prognosis long-term for him. Now it's a question of they're not going to rush him back. So how long does it take? He has no idea at this point. And I don't think the Cowboys do either. I mean, no, he don't. said he's still got some numbness in his hands and his feet. And but he is going to progress to some weightlifting, which yeah. is which is good. He's he's doing some active things. There's just no way to tell right now. Yeah. And really, he may not know exactly
1: what he can do until he is able to do some physical exertion. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, on that level, you know, when you're talking about him eventually getting back to being an NFL player, obviously, it's a far beyond what we have to do on well, a daily a, basis. Right. This is a <laughs> tough
2: game. It's tough for any games for him to miss for the Cowboys because what he means to the team. And you know, and, and into the scheme, but when you talk about how this game could very well hinge, you know, yeah, and I match-ups. I I, I've, I've, I just look at matchups, and if you know, if if Connor Williams and and Joe Looney and I, I don't worry much about Zach Martin, I think Zach Martin holds up fine. I just worry about okay, can can Joe Looney you know, and they're not going to win every snap. They're him and Connor Williams are not going to win every snap against. Short, they're not going to win every snap against Luke keekley but you don't need them to lose at key point in time if it's a, a key down in distance, if it's a key third and one or it's a key third and two or it's a key third and seven where they're trying to, you know, they have a good play call, but all of a sudden they give up inside pressure. And the guy's open. Cole Beasley's open, but they can't get him the ball. You know, don't don't expect these guys to win every snap. But, uh, I mean, I'm talking about uh, Looney and, and, and Williams, but they just – they don't need to lose every snap. That's that would be that would be devastating to this offense if that happens.
1: You know, when you saw Connor Williams in the short sample against Geno Atkins in the yeah. preseason, what did you think? And how does that compare with what he faces against? Oh K-1 no, this is going
2: to be a test for him. This is going to be a test because what we've always talked about with Connor Williams, it wasn't the athletic ability or the mental capability. Those things are fine. Where he's going to struggle is he's going to play, when he struggles against power. That's when he deals with a guy that's got some quickness that has some power. Now the problem is, you know, you have Joe Looney on the other side of him. That's he's trying to think, okay, what do I have to do in this game? Oh my gosh, I got Luke keekley over there. I got to find, you know, I got to block him. I think no Thomas Davis really hurts uh, helps the Cowboys here. By the way, him being suspended, uh, you know, top out, linebacker, he, top us. linebacker for sure, but. But Luke Keekly still, I just worry about, if you said it was Frederick playing the center, you could then say, okay, he's going to be okay because he knows he knows how to get through this. He could not only do his assignment, but he can do your assignment too. And I wonder if that might be just a little bit too much for Joe Looney to have to do his assignment and maybe help a little bit. But to answer your question, no, though, it's, it's the power, it's the quickness. That's the things that tend to throw... Uh, Connor Williams off he'll learn he'll get stronger he'll get better and as the game wears on you know he very well he, he could get in a situation where every snap he's winning and that, that would be a great thing for the Cowboys because you know Kawan Short he could wreck their running game he could wreck their passing game if he if if in fact he gets on a roll and you put that guy at that under tackle and he's inside on on Dak Prescott before you
3: know it I asked Zach Martin about the transition that he made as a rookie and what Connor made uh, is making this year, tackle, left tackle to guard in the NFL. And he just said it simply, it's just things happen quicker. Guys are up on you faster right. inside. And so we see Connor's a great athlete. He, he is, is terrific. athlete got great feet, but yeah, you know, you got big defensive linemen coming at you quickly and you've got to be able to set and have your leverage and be able to hold, hold your ground. And yeah, it, that's a that might be a work if, in progress for him I, right now. I
1: hesitate to make the comparison though between Connor Williams and Zach Martin just just based on what they did in college too because Zach was a four-year guy, right? He was okay. Connor Williams was a three-year he guy, was. and he missed a lot of time his last year. He got and his knee. Yeah, he's facing Big Twelve defenses, and it's and and I, I know the reputation about the Big Twelve, but I'm not talking about the personnel so much as the scheme in the Big Twelve, right? As compared, it doesn't duplicate what he faces in the NFL. Zach Martin at Notre Dame over a four-year career. Saw a little bit more of that. Yeah, he, he was did. better prepared for starting day one in the NFL from his college experience, I think, than Connor Williams.
2: Yeah, I, you know, th- this is clearly a plug-and-play player, though. I right, mean, they, exactly. They, they, I'm not saying he no, shouldn't be no, out there. He, but, he, is, yeah. he is a plug-and-play player, and, you know, that's the thing. They're, this team has had <clears> great success of taking linemen that are f- I, first-round guys on their board and drafting them and then, you know, and making it work. So, uh, you know, I, I, I'm... I just look at that. I think there's really some really good matchups throughout, but I think they're matchups that both Carolina and Dallas can win against each other. You say, okay, cross that off, cross that off, cross that off. You know, a better Jalen Smith now. What we've seen with Jalen Smith is a good matchup if you're talking about what you're having to do with the running backs, with Christian McCaffrey there. If you had last year's Jalen Smith playing against Christian McCaffrey early in the season – you would have been like okay Dallas is going to lose this matchup right
3: here totally agree just, you know and his, now, his lateral yeah. movement yeah. is yeah
2: you got you know and you know let's see i mean Leighton vanderesh has been practicing quite a bit now i mean they they're getting him involved can you play him in coverage that's one of his strengths uh you know damian wilson has been really good in training camp they're blitzing him now and doing things with him we saw it in the in the texans game there's things you could do with these these players i think there's just more okay wash 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 you know you could kind of go through and just say boy good team good team good team yeah that kind of way but then there's some things you could say okay well now you've got a uh, all pro pro bowl defensive tackle you know going up against a rookie who tends to struggle when he does struggle you know one of uh short strength is connor williams weakness Mm -hmm. so that's, if it comes down to one or two, and maybe Connor Williams will shine in this thing. Maybe Kwon Short will struggle and he won't be able to get off blocks and he won't be able to use his quickness. But if you, just look at, if you just look at position by position by position, that's the one that really catches my eye. And then you look at the next one and you say, okay, oh, wait, you don't have your all-pro center, but you have a guy that's a capable backup. And any other week, he might be okay. But now you're thinking about Luke Keekley on the other side. And now Luke Kuechly running sideline. sideline. And you, if you don't get somebody to Luke Keekley we know he can make every single tackle. And But I know that Travis Frederick can get to Luke Keekley I don't know if Joe Looney can get to Luke Keekley on a regular basis. When
1: you see Don Terry Poe, okay, and his yeah. effect on this Carolina defense well, as it relates to, okay, you got Keekley behind him, yeah. okay, and – when he was at Atlanta, he had fast linebackers behind right. him. He, now he was a 3-4 nose tackle in Kansas City. Right. He has a – from a Carolina perspective, yeah. he has a very positive effect, I think, on their defense and what – getting their playmakers in position to continue there's to make There's no
2: the play. question. No, there's no question about that. And, I mean, it's the – I you know, I think that, you know, to me, it's it, – this is going to come down, and I'm writing this for DallasCowboys.com today, for the Cowboys – because if, if it was Travis Frederick, if Travis Frederick was in there, that would be one of my wash. Right. You know, that would be a wash. Right. You know, now I can't say wash, you know, because I'm thinking advantage Carolina, advantage Carolina. And what's the one thing that Dallas wants to do? Dallas wants to run the football. I just worry. My biggest, 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 biggest worry in this game is a Denver situation. Where all of a sudden it's eight carries for when eight yards, and you can't yards. run the ball, and, you can't and, run the it ball and uh, everything. And all of a sudden they're making, maybe they're making plays on your defense, and now you're in the hole, fourteen nothing, and you're having to throw your way out of that. You know that's that's that would be what would worry me when you play Carolina. Carolina's secondary is not as good, which yeah. might help you.
3: That's yeah. That
2: might. I mean, Denver's secondary lit it up. They were good. But 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 where but if you cannot –
1: And we knew going in they yeah, were good.
2: Yeah, if you cannot do – Des
1: didn't want to hear about how good they were, right? <laughs> no, that's right. true. That's right.
3: You know, but he probably should have listened. Uh, <laughs> <you> know, he, <laughs> that's, but that's, that's where hitting some plays in the passing game early can help back things off a little bit. And, but then I, again,
2: I, now let's talk about, okay, Carolina's secondary – Dallas receivers. Who you hanging your hat on in that yeah. Dallas? And that's,
3: and that's what I'm most yeah. anxious to find out. Is what, finally, like, what you hanging your hat on right that's here? That's what I want to yeah. see. Yeah. We finally, let's see a rotation. Let's see, you know, who can step up and make plays. It's Friday
2: before the Sunday game. You mean Witten's
3: not going to walk through that door? No,
2: he's got a Monday night game. It's he's too got, late. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's prepping right he's now. He's got one of those Monday night games. I think he's got Jets uh, yeah. Jets Detroit probably Or, is, or is
1: he doing Rams Raiders? I'm No, no.
2: No, no. He'll do the first one. He'll do, we'll the, do the first one. But
1: I think it's a, the Rams Raiders is a much better. Well, it I, is I think, a better game, and you got Gruden there. Yeah. Ah. See, I just think you put your number one team on the Gruden game because, although I realize that audience wise,
2: I think the Rams the Raider audience. game will be a better game myself. Yeah. yeah. If, if I was not if I was
1: calling me. the shots, I'd say. Heck with it. Get I make love, the make the East Coast stay up later and put your number one team. I love on Mike, the Rams McKegnan, the
2: Mike McKegnan. Mike McKegnan, the general man, general manager of the Jets is a dear friend. I oh. love you, Michael, but I'm not interested in watching your football team. Whoa. Man. All right. Well, no, Sam Darnold, though, maybe watching him play. Right. And that's good. the reason. That yeah, is the one th- th- reason. That's the reason to watch. Yeah. You're put... watching GMs and coaches trying to save their job in week one. We're getting know?
1: way ahead of ourselves <laughs> looking ahead to Monday, though. <laughs> nah, Although but, I do like the fact that first uh, well, Monday you got all right, a doubleheader. Well, let me
2: ask you guys, since you know, I act like I know what I'm doing. I'm sitting here doing radio. At One time I was scouting, but now, now I'm doing radio with you guys. Where where do you see this thing hinging? Where do where do you, Rob? Phillips- I'll tell you what, let's do this. Okay, okay. let's come back. That's let's a good tease. Do, we'll, come,
1: we'll come back and do that. And I'd like to also flip it around. And we we've sat here and talked about the Carolina uh, playmakers up yeah. in their front Dallas? seven. Yeah. How about the Dallas front seven right. against a what is a much maligned now Carolina offensive line? When we come back on talking Cowboys.
0: It can be hard to find the right resource for learning about important financial matters. You search how to build savings, you end up reading about the one weird ingredient from supermarkets that can make you taller. That's why Bank of America built BetterMoneyHabits.com, a safe little corner of the internet for answering your financial questions. Full of simple videos and tips, Better Money Habits can show you how to make the most of your money without resorting to random searches that always seem to lead to unbelievable photos of childhood stars grown up. To learn more, visit bettermoneyhabits.com.
3: I definitely have an Instagram foodie thing, but the low-light camera on my new Samsung Galaxy S9
0: from AT&T is getting me a whole new world of likes and shares. Baskets of bread by candlelight, colorful fruit plates in full sun, even a dimly lit cob salad was recently hailed as a masterpiece.
4: Come in now and ask how to get half off the new Samsung Galaxy S9 from AT&T. AT&T. more for your thing. That's our thing. Limited time only. See store for details or att.com slash Samsung 50. Dual aperture supports F15 mode and F24 mode. Dual aperture is installed on the rear camera. Oh, I am craving a Dr. Pepper. I got some soda. I asked not for soda. I asked for ice cold, craveable Dr. Pepper. Its flavor is more one of a kind than a foretold sloth with a thirst for speed. <laughs> so stop settling for soda and start demanding Dr. Pepper!
2: I love sloths. When you crave a Dr. Pepper, nothing else will do. Grab an ice-cold 20-ounce Dr. Pepper today. Dr. Pepper, the one you
0: crave. To work this
3: big land, you need equipment with values rooted as deep in Texas soil as you are. Like
0: John Deere compact tractors with a six-year powertrain warranty and big features that help you work less so you have more time to do what you love. John Deere was first in the Texas fields, and we're proud to be on the field as the official ag and turf equipment of the Dallas Cowboys. Find Texas-sized deals at com slash football. Terms, conditions, exclusions, and warranty limitations apply. See dealer for details. Back to Talking
3: Cowboys. Pick your plays, not your wedgies, gentlemen. Tommy John is the most comfortable underwear on the planet and comes back by a no-wedgie guarantee. If you suffer a wedgie in your Tommy Johns, they'll give you your money back, guaranteed. Shop exclusive Cowboys underwear at tommyjohn.com forward slash Cowboys for 20% off your first order.
1: Oh, my. I didn't know you could suffer a wedgie in those. No. Oh, it's impossible. Tommy John's
2: the best. Uh It's seriously. No lie. And it's, and it, it is. Got I'm, on I'm, on right I'm taking your word for it. You <laughs> have to use the men's room, too. It's really good underwear as well.
3: There you go. <laughs> just any walk of life. It's just fantastic. Just, it's the best. All
1: right. Very good. All right. we. Um, I want to remind people because, um, we, of course, we're focused on the season opener Sunday, but there are tickets available for the home opener on a week from Sunday, Sunday night football. That crew that was doing last night's game will be at AT&T Stadium a week from Sunday when the New York night? Football Giants. I didn't say they were
2: bad. I just said no, that no, no, no. The were crew. they bad? I'm just I, a lot of people kind of complaining about oh, okay. that crew. Chris Collinsworth. Chris Collinsworth will night. draw that. Al, I love Al Michaels. I've yeah. always. I, Al Michaels, to me, I, I love Al Michaels. Not just from the 1980 hockey game with him and Ken
3: Dryden <laughs> calling the game.
2: But I, yes. I love I love Al Michaels. Yeah. I mean, but I just, is Chris Collinsworth, was he beating people down? I, I, didn't would, wa- I don't listen.
3: I didn't watch enough to, to catch it. I do know there's a lot I know of Collinsworth. You got some feedback? There. There's a lot of Collinsworth hate out there, I feel like. Oh, yeah. From the average viewer. And I've always kind of enjoyed him. But... He's not for everybody, apparently. I don't know why. Kind of Is he be, just kind of kind of a WTF type attitude? Sort of rubs people the wrong way, like Snarky Joe, Snarky Joe, Snarky maybe, Snarky Joe Buck. Snarky uh, snarky Joe buck? Some yeah, of the some of the <laughs> time you like wonder
1: <laughs> if he's just stirring it up. Yeah, exactly. Rather than, and I've heard some stories. In fact, there's a. I heard a story yesterday. I'm not going to say who told me the story yesterday, but it was about. New York (laughs) Times is about
2: to tell who that guy is.
1: (laughs) I heard a story early on in Collinsworth's career when he was in a three-man booth Uh, and the conversation was going on before the game started about certain players and then they get on the air and Collinsworth all of a sudden is throwing out a totally different opinion about that player than what he was saying before the game started, but it was just in the interest of creating good TV.
2: I'll tell you what, though, that doesn't (laughs) sound not not familiar because real quickly – Randy Galloway did the same thing, a local uh-huh. legendary broadcaster here. Galloway, one time was on the air, and this one, the first time, Randy was one of the reasons why I got into this business. This site went from scouting to the media. Mm-hmm. Uh, him and John Lund, who's out in San Francisco now. And, and Randy goes, uh, he goes, Bradus, watch this. I'm going to trade Des Bryant and cut Tony Romo. <laughs> and I, that's Randy's voice. And, and I go, you can't do that. You're responsible. He goes, "I oh, watch. Next thing I know, he did it. He didn't believe it, but he did it and the phones lit up. I mean, and they did a whole, they did four hours of radio because just based on, on, watch me trade this Des Bryant. I'm getting rid of him. And I'm like, "You, you can't do that. It's irresponsible. It got to the point where Stephen Jones actually had to comment. That you know that, that it was that they weren't gonna they weren't gonna get rid of Des Bryant. Well, you know this is several several years ago. Yeah,
1: this is early. But on. yeah,
2: there there are people that will do radio or do TV. I think did the the Skip Bayless and those guys. I, I think that half the things they say they don't believe.
3: They've kind of changed television in a way because it's like. Uh, you take this side and I'll take this side. Yeah. Let's just yell at each other, even though we right. don't. Well, and the other agree. thing that's
1: happened now because of uh, social media and the instant uh, news cycle yeah. um, is ESPN or Fox Sports, CBS, whoever, the whatever website it is. They then take what is said by a commentator and they turn it into a headline that gets tweeted and retweeted, and all of a sudden it becomes a story when it had no have you legs noticed, have whatsoever. Have you noticed, though,
2: one of the funniest things I've seen ESPN do is they will have an insider say something, and they will have another ESPN oh, insider yeah. refute what that guy yes. just said. <laughs> yes. How does that happen? It's like me going, Rob puts out, Jason Garrett said today. <laughs> Rob, Jason Garrett did not say that today.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Or like source reports. And then they they come back with their own sources from their own colleagues and say, well, my sources are saying something different. It's the worldwide leader, man. They're they're a big operation. It's funny. It's funny. funny. 888
1: 855 2297. Give us a call and uh, give us your thoughts on what's going to happen on Sunday in the Carolinas in Charlotte, a 325 kickoff. Uh, Brian just posed the question. What do you think this game is gonna? What do you think this
3: game is gonna hinge on? Well, I, he spoke to it in the first segment. I agree with him. Can they block the interior of the Panthers' all, defensive line? And then conversely, with all the injuries you mentioned, it That's as where well. Where I was going, yep. Can Demarcus Lawrence? Can Randy Gregory? Can these quicker, revamped tackles they've got in the middle with Malik Collins coming back? Can they feast as well? And so, who's going to win more up front? And the thing that I keep going back to that I've been fascinated with since camp started is which, which these wide receivers for the Cowboys are going to step up tight ends as well. Um, And just who, who's, who is Dak going to hang his hat on week to week? And maybe it's not going to be a week to week thing. It's going to change depending on matchups. But I, I just go down the list of these receivers and they've all got something to prove. I mean, Tavon. Kind of washed out of the Rams. Oh, chip yeah.
1: on the shoulder—that's been the story of the I mean, week.
3: You go you on, on my
1: local sportscast on CBS 11. By I've the had way, to you guys—you
2: guys love to do that. <laughs> I could tell yeah. by the line of questioning whether right. you know Jason, the attitude of the team. Do you feel like the... I can't stand and I'm, that. And I'm, and I'm going, okay, I know what tonight at uh, 6
1: and 10 I'm going to get. There's been right. three straight days now where I've had to do stories on players saying that they've got a chip on the shoulder. It was Tavon on Tuesday Man. talking about all the wide receivers. We all got a chip on their shoulder. And on... Uh, Wednesday, it was Zeke talking, mm. saying he's got a chip on his shoulder. And, well, do you run better with a chip on yeah. your shoulder, yeah. Zeke? What no, do you we'll think? We'll find and, out. Yeah. And then yesterday, Dak is asked about uh, everybody having a chip it, on their is shoulder. That and,
2: something, is that something when you put on a tie? Does it automatically exa- come into exa- the chip on it? The only guy that's got a chip on his shoulder, literally, is Anthony Brown. That's right. He's got a tattoo <laughs> with a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's a ruffles though. He's got <laughs> it little <is>. ruffles. several. <laughs> probably have
3: bone chips on their yeah, shoulders. Exactly. Possibly. Yeah. I think but with Zeke, I think it's definitely legitimate. D- given everything he's been through last year, I think. Do you know what it
1: means? A chip on a shoulder. Do you know where it started? Do you have any idea? Have no. I'm sure idea. you're going to tell us, Bill. Well, I had to look it up. Did you? Oh, you got one. I okay. looked it up. If you if you check Wikipedia, um it goes back. Well. Is this for the story you had to do research? I, I, I said, I'm sick of doing a story on the chip on the shoulder. What does it even mean? I don't even know. <laughs> and so I did a Google search. Yeah. And so I looked it up on Wikipedia. In North America, it goes back to the early 1800s. And apparently uh, uh, the... Railroads. Well, making there is mail roads,
2: like you carrying stuff. Maybe? May,
1: yeah, there's some of that. It's yeah. too long. I just picked out a one little bit that worked for me. Of
2: course, you did. You're yeah. in the media. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, sure. And there was some newspaper called the New York Democrat or something like that. Oh wow. Of course, it was a Democrat making up the fake story. No. news, probably. <laughs> a New York, the some newspaper story talking about two churlish boys. I don't even know what churlish means, but anyway, oh, that word. were going to fight. They were going to scrap, and one of them said put a chip on his shoulder and challenge the other boy Whoa. to knock the chip off his shoulder and that way he could punch him and it's, so that's what the cowboys are doing. They put a chip on their shoulder so that they can challenge Luke Keekley and the Panthers and they can hit him with a hard right cross. Okay
2: here's here's where Bill will remember this. There was a guy named Robert Conrad, right The yeah. actor uh-huh. he used to put a battery on his shoulder and he's like, I dare you to knock this off That was his, that was his bit. you can look it up. Robert Conrad, yeah. So does
1: the, does the chip on the shoulder, is that going to be the difference in this game?
3: You know what? You're right. It's probably the most cliche thing we have uh-huh. in our language. Uh, but, I mean, if you go down this list of receivers, they do have something to prove. Who's now, the got the biggest is,
1: chip on their shoulder are the receivers? I think Tavon does.
3: Probably Tavon. He, he did kind of wash out of L.A. Yeah. He felt like he didn't get enough opportunity there last year. Terrence Williams, we know what he's been dealing with in the offseason, as well as the foot injury. Alan Hearn says he's got to stay healthy and prove that he can be a 1,000-yard receiver in this league. Cole Beasley's production was cut in half last year. Absolutely. Deontay Thompson's been a couple different places, hasn't been able to stick, and Michael Gallup's a rookie trying to show what he can do. So I think, I think the chip-on-the-shoulder theory is valid. Mm-hmm. Now, the difference is when you line up on Sunday, it doesn't matter. You still have to go execute. All that stuff's great, but you still got to be better than the other guy. And we're going to find out, can they take advantage of a Panther secondary? Where if you had to show one weakness in the defense for Carolina, it's that one. Well, I think you're right there, Rob. I mean,
2: this this game, as much as we want to talk about Dallas's ability to run the football, you know, if you go, if they do run the football and it turns into some play action stuff, I, I I've said all along, I, I kind of feel like we're going to see them try to take advantage of Dante Jackson, you know, with some double moves and things. They're going to see how Rookie aggressive. Rookie cornerback out at, of LSU. Yeah, we're going to see how aggressive. I, trust me, I've watched him play. And yeah, you you will run double moves on him. You'll either get him to tackle you, to hold you, whatever he has to do. But I, I, I very How did well, he do
1: against Calvin Ridley? Remember? Uh, anything of note?
2: No, anything of note. He, he was a guy in, at LSU that played a little bit of corner. He played a little bit of safety. Never thought he was a very good zone player. You know everything about him was man. If he could play man, and that's why again the aggressiveness. I feel like you have to kind of to see about where he's at. But you see, that's
1: the other thing about the Carolina defense is they signed Ross Cockrell in free agency, right? Uh, out from, he out who was with the Giants had three picks last year for the Giants he got hurt and so i don't know if he was going to be kind of the stopgap until the second round exactly. rookie exactly it
2: got ready yes it got ready but yeah. the second
1: round rookie is starting instead
2: well they, if you know Dallas needs to take advantage of the second there's no Josh Norman playing back there for for them and we talk about the front seven it's good but that back end if they can get some things going and get some guys open they 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 We've got to figure this out, though. They're going to dress six receivers for this game,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know. And now, okay, where does that do they? Do they only dress two tight ends? Do they dress? You know, I mean, they're, they're mm-hmm. going to you. You dress in six receivers. You're kind of. Oh, Wally yeah, does some of the yeah, tight yeah, exactly, ends stuff, Exactly. Yeah. So you yeah. have to look at a lot of different ways of how they're going to do this. But all six of these receivers are going to play. At certain times
3: in this game, Scott Scott Linehan said all year you could see maybe as many as six, at least four or five. So, because they all they all kind of bring something different to the table. I I know Jason Garrett said they're not. I hope they're good enough. Yeah,
2: I hope it's not just you know I hope it's not one of those things. And maybe it turns into they figure out after dressing six by week four, maybe they think we only need to dress five. We only need to dress four. You know, I mean, or maybe they maybe they say, "Hey, all six are part of what we do."
1: And and then defenses have to. I don't think they know. Well, that's what I'm saying.
3: And then they keep
1: defenses guessing that okay, which six are going to be, or which ones are they going to use this week? Right. And then they make a decision on game day that they're not using one of them. And okay, all right, let's go to Ruben in Austin here on Talking Cowboys. Hello, Ruben.
0: Hey, good morning, Bill. How are you? Good. Good. Hey, well, thank y'all for taking my call. I just wanted to say I'm not really worried about the wide receiver position. I think what we saw uh, Dak play without Dez a year ago or whatever it was, if he missed those three games, he had a really good game. I think we're going to miss Witten more uh, with the tight end position than we will with uh, Dez and the wide receiver. But um, my real question is uh, I called in last year and I was really concerned about the one technique. I wanted us to draft Vita Vea but he went uh, way before. Sure. Uh, so my question is this. Uh, how good do you feel about our defensive tackle position? I mean, I know some guys stepped up in the offseason and, and the training camp, but um, do you feel that uh, – is there anybody out there um, that we should acquire to beat that up a little bit more, or do you think we're okay?
1: All right. Uh, great, Ruben, and that leads to uh, what I wanted to talk about too, this uh, defensive line going up against yes. the – what is a an injury plague Carolina offensive line? They're yeah. missing Matt Khalil at left tackle, who's been placed on IR after arthroscopic knee surgery. Uh, Minu Silutolu, who was an, a part-time starter, only started three games last year. They were counting on him to replace Andrew Norwell at left guard. Right, Norwell that's a big had, loss. Norwell man. had a, signed a huge contract sure with Jacksonville. He's been hobbled as well, although he is practicing and uh, he's hoping to play. Darrell Williams, the right tackle. Uh, dislocated a kneecap, had an MCL injury early in training camp. He's back practicing. They're hoping that he can play too. Sure. So it's, they're des- pretty decimated on their defensive line. So can an Antoine Woods, can a Malik Collins? We don't know where Collins is physically right now.
2: Yeah, what we've noticed though, and it happens if you've been watching the college games as well, these early season games, the conditioning of the players seems to be a little off. And I don't mean that that they're out of shape, but you're now you're playing, instead of just playing 10 or 15 plays, you're playing 30, 40, 50 plays. I, I, I just can't, I, in my mind, I'm thinking about the LSU-Miami game. You think about young kids playing, and everybody's on the field cramping, this, that, and the other. And it happened last night a little bit in that game. With uh, with Atlanta, Atlanta yeah, you know, you, you feel like though your team is in good shape and they're in the they're, they're not, uh, they're, you know, they've done the hydration and all that stuff, but then you get guys coming out of the game, and I, I would feel a lot better about the defensive line if, in fact, that say like a guy like Donta Jones was in, in there, and it was part of the rotation. Yeah, I would feel a lot better about how that how the rotation now. We'll see with Collins. We'll see. I mean, he's a guy that he's worked hard in the off season. He had the foot problem. Hopefully he can get through this whole season. That's the one thing that I worry about, the frailty of the, his feet, the bones in his feet, the, maybe some brittleness in his feet.
3: A big man that's got a
2: Yeah, if you're a big and, man yeah. with a
3: foot problem, that's, that's never a good thing. Yeah, and so, he's had it in a couple different feet now.
2: Yeah, so I, I am mean, couple I'm,
3: both of his I'm just
2: his, his I'm a team. little bit I, I like <laughs> I like what I've seen. I like what I've seen with Woods. I do I, I've said this on our show a bunch. I was ready for him to take that left turn right off the road, and that hasn't happened yet. Now we're we're getting into some you know, we're gonna get into some real football here. And it's gonna be him, it's gonna be Collins, it's gonna be kicking Crawford inside, you know. I, also something to keep an eye on this defensive line. I don't know if necessarily, and this is kind of some of the things, just talk to some people in the building. You, when you have lunch here, you can kind of bump into people. I would be uh, d- keep an eye on what's going to happen at right end if, in fact, that Crawford goes inside. I don't think it's a necessarily a given that you will see Randy Gregory first guy in. And, I think you know, it
1: goes along with what you're talking yeah, about. You I, want to keep him fresh.
2: Keep him fresh, yeah. and then, but that's a taco. Taco mm-hmm. possibly being if they go Lawrence, but they're going to rotate all these guys. They're going, but a lot of people feel like, oh, Randy Gregory will be the he'll be the starter. He'll be the starter. Right. Don't don't be surprised if if in fact that they do kick Crawford inside. That you see a rotation over there at that right defensive end, without with yeah. Randy Gregory, and then with okay. talking.
1: Okay, and let's uh, let's factor in the North Turner factor when we come back here on Talking Cowboys. We'll get to Matt in Austin as well when Talking Cowboys continues in a moment.
0: back to talking cowboys bill jones
2: they say you have a face for tv (laughs) yeah right (laughs) and i have a face for radio but to kind of keep my face for radio looking good i'm going to use me some jack black you know right right? and you want to use what the pros use right jack black is the official men's skincare brand of the dallas cowboys get your jack black playmaker for Jack Black faves plus a full-size lip balm for just ten bucks with free shipping.
1: How often do you need to apply Jack Black? Every day, Bill. Every you day, you start shop? off your day. Yeah, you, every
2: day. Every, you know, you, this you,
1: is be after your you're morning you're, run.
0: Yeah,
2: you're a workout guy. You got to yeah. get your face clean. You don't want to smell like you know a locker room guy. You want to smell
3: good and have good skin. I've got a Jack Black three-in-one solution. I use every day. Really? really? So, yes. what are the three-in-one? Body soap, conditioner, <laughs> and shampoo,
2: brother. There you go. Yeah. Well all you know high. what? You know where Rob got that? He got that at getjackblack.com <laughs> and use the code Cowboys to get it. I'm serious, that Jack Black stuff it's, is good. Yes. You would not think I mean it's it's in a just a blue bottle and but you know, you're kinda of looking at all the ingredients in it it smells good, but you could tell, I mean, you could tell the difference. I, I think it's just a,
3: a great, great product. I don't know what the hell David Hellman's doing right now, but... <laughs> he's eating... Oh, you know what? Yeah.
2: He's, he's promoting. If we can... Can we get it? Dave, oh, stay right there. Oh, yes. This there you go. All right. This is Dave's... Uh, this is his show. This is the new sponsor. There Rico's? you go, kid. Yeah. That's his sponsor for his... Uh, his uh, the thing, he, uh, Ask the Boy.
3: Ask the, ask the Boy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and there oh, he goes bye Dave bye Dave there little, goes the
1: boy got a little sauce on your beard yeah you're good Looked like he was about to put a chip on his shoulder too
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. literally well, we're sponsoring him up today yeah but Jack Black get that stuff good for you Tommy John Jack Black go to a casino Windstar do whatever you have Try to do
1: it. That, that was have a Miller Lite while you're yesterday. there <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> but Driving not around in your Ford pickup yeah go, go in your Ford pickup yeah yeah, maybe you're lucky enough to have a helicopter to get you there. That would be great. Yeah. That's right.
1: All right, let's go to Matt in Austin next up on Talking Cowboys. Matt.
4: Happy uh, football, gentlemen. How y'all doing? Grill. thank you. Good. Um, on the offensive side, watching that game last night, I think the pressure for us with the receivers this weekend is going to be on Linehan to be creative, figure out a way – to find matchups that work. Last night, you're watching that game, and between the 20s, Julio Jones, great. He can go yeah. up and down the field. Sure. But when you when you get into the red zone, if your number three receiver is better than their number three cornerback, go pick on him. It doesn't yeah. matter if it's your stud, but yeah. everybody in the building knew they were going to Jones, and I think it just kind of fell flat. It was boring. It wasn't creative, and so I think the pressure's going to be on Linehan to find a way to use these guys in more inventive ways versus when we had a Bryant, and a Witten where everybody in the building can recognize, okay, let's double-team these guys, run somebody underneath, make it a problem for Dak. And on the defensive side, I think with our D-line, y'all were talking about a minute ago, if we can contain Newton, make him stay in the pocket and make throws, so long as our guys don't rush past him and create lanes where he's you know, five, ten yards down the field before we realize... I mean, I think our linebackers are fast enough to catch him, but... I mean, if, if he's another running back back there. And if you can contain him and make him make throws, I think that puts us in a good position. And then finally, a random question. There was a D-line guy, I think he was a D-tackle, in the fourth preseason game who I think flashed a little bit. Reed. And he wasn't – what was his name? Karan Reed. Reed. Karan Reed. I, I was surprised I didn't hear his name when Price got picked up off waivers. I wanted yeah, to hear me too. If, there was, if there was anything on that. Um, but anyway, final point – if we can run the ball, like I was watching Philly play last night, their front I think is as good as Carolina's front. Yep. But if we can figure out a way to run, that will put you ahead of the chains, and I think then our receivers will be in better situations. That's what it comes down to, keeping keeping Dak clean, keeping him in the pocket where he can hit guys when he needs to. But uh, hopefully, hopefully we don't come out flat and sloppy like that game last night. I'm, I, we're going to hear everybody talk about how they should have played more in the preseason. Yep. Um, oh. But anyway, all right, fellas, you all have a good weekend. Travel safe. Enjoy the game.
2: Thank you. Thanks. I'll, I'll address this. You know, I, I think that, you know, you, you talk about Linehan, and I agree. Put it on Linehan. I agree. I think Linehan will figure out ways. I think this the, the receiver coach, tight end coach, all these guys are new coaches, right? They've got some new ideas, maybe some things they can help Linehan with. But it's got to be on the players, though, too. If Linehan can scheme guys open, but if Thompson doesn't make a catch, if Gallup has an unfortunate drop, if Austin – doesn't he has an opportunity on the jet sweep or a screen or whatever and he doesn't read the block the right way and gets tackled for 2 yard gain mm-hmm. it, it, you know he can only be as good as the players
3: some of that last
2: year yeah he can only be as good as the guys that and he can help he can help i you know i i do think we sat there and watched training camp practice after there were some creative things they tried to do but i think this is going to be on the players to execute for him because they, they, if they if they if he he can call all the creative plays you want, but if guys if if they they tr- they throw a screen and Prescott overthrows when they got blockers out in front, is that on Linehan or is that on Prescott? He can call plays, but they're going to need these receivers, like you said, Rob, to execute. Well, it's it's offensively like it, they're going to have to
1: execute, and part of that might be like what Atlanta did last night. Was it on? Sarkeesian or yeah. was it on Matt, Matt Ryan, Ryan? Yeah, they like paid Matt Ryan a lot of on the second or third down play yeah. where uh Julio was doubled in the back of the end zone right. and he overthrew him. It looked like Austin Hooper the tight end who was working out of the slot on yeah. the left side had beat that linebacker. They're going to
2: watch the tape and they're going to see that. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be Sarkisian is going to get a lot of grief for well, man, I don't blame him for trying to get the ball to yeah, Julio I mean, Jones. That,
3: I roll my eyes a little at yeah. that because he's a Hall of Fame caliber player. That if you don't go to him and it doesn't work, then it's like, well, why the hell aren't you throwing to the best player? Well, they had four shots the down there. Yeah, they did. You know, so they I, did. Yeah, I didn't see the final. But series, actually, they but, had five shots because they had got a
2: defensive holding. That's right. Yeah. yeah,
3: but he did. The caller did bring up a good point. You don't have Witten now. You don't have Des. Who are you going to in the red zone? If, if you're in a clear passing situation where you can't just hand it to Zeke and and have him rumble in there, you know that get, somebody's got to merge there. Is it Rico Ga- oh, there? It is. <laughs> I see that look on. I, just, I see that smirk on Bill's face. Was <laughs> <laughs> you know,
1: I was going there. Throw it up God, to eighty. I was just sitting there you going. I bet there are yeah. there are listeners out there that are yelling that the yeah Rico yeah
3: Rico, yeah, Rico. The Rico chant just started. can you, know, <laughs> you want him active for like a you couple plays? Just so when you get in the red zone, you can throw two fades a game to him. <laughs> Could be the difference or between or post a playoff him up win. on the goal line. Yeah. All he does is score touchdowns. Let him score touchdowns. Right. All he does is score touchdowns. <laughs> I mean, or catch
2: the ball. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I'll t- I tell you what, though, you know, remember Cole Beasley a couple years ago was a good little red zone player. Mm-hmm. Yes. How many times he wear Green Bay out of yep, some of those little say, option Green routes Bay. and stuff like that? Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you Blake Jarwin in, in in training camp, when they got down in some of the red zone stuff, Blake Jarwin knew how to get open a little bit.
3: Big target, like big Rico. target.
2: Yeah, but I, I you know, I. I kind of think that the best weapon for the Cowboys in the red zone when they get down there is just keep handing the ball to that number 21. Well,
1: yeah, he, I'm with he, you there for he the He is part. one of
2: those rare guys that
1: – I believe there he, was a late-season game that had they done that when he had just become eligible again. exactly. done that. Just keep result. feeding
2: him the ball. If I, the thing that bothers me is when coaches get cute. I don't need cute. If you're hammering somebody, if they can't stop you from running the football – why do you why do you think that throwing play action and my alma mater did it the other day twice down there they're hammering the ball at Miami and all of a sudden then you know Steve Insminger the OC throw it throw it and I look at Hillman I go what the f are we doing. You know, and but that's
3: that's where I think that coordinators get a I little cute. Total agreement with you. I was thinking more of like third goal from the nine, you know, yeah, or the seven, and yeah, what do okay. you what do you do there? Okay. But yeah, I, I don't you, get cute. You got an all pro back, all world back there. Find the a way zone. to get the ball to beat. You don't have
2: the ability to throw jump balls. You really don't. And, and Rico might be a jump ball player, but I don't know if Rico going to be active for this game. Yeah, you know, I, I really don't. Yeah, I And mean, it, it. You know, you. I kind of thought I would have an idea who was playing more, him or Schultz. And I really didn't get a feel. It's like no, both are really kind of getting a lot of work together. you know it's, it's Jarwin, it's Swain, those guys and then you're thinking, okay, who's the third tight end? Oh, both of them are you know, they run 12 personnel, both are on the field at the same time. you know it's not like that, Swain, uh, that, that excuse me that Schultz was getting more reps than it's gonna come down to special teams though, and I don't necessarily think that either one of them plays special teams very much. Mm-hmm. if you look at how it went in training camp and and you know kind of what I'm gathering right now. All right, how
1: about the Norv Turner factor for Carolina? And uh, obviously we have no evidence of what kind of an effect he might have on Cam Newton just yet. Talking to Daryl Johnston the other day when we taped uh, Cowboys Insider, he's got uh, obviously all the respect in the world for Norv. Thinks he should.
2: got Super Bowl um, ring because of him.
1: Exactly. And uh, he thinks he's going to have a very positive effect. We'll see how quickly um, that, that will happen. But, you know – when you look at the the two uh, question marks at tackle, yeah. uh, injury wise for Carolina yeah, left tackle, especially, you know, what's Norv Turner going to do to help Cam Newton out in that respect?
3: Running screens, yeah, there you go. You have a pretty good screen back too. Yeah, don't running you? screens, mm-hmm. yeah, that's yep. what
2: they're going to do. They're going to try. They they've got the threat. Where I worry about, where I not worry, but I'm interested. Norv Turner has always the timing based offense requires mm-hmm. an accurate quarterback. Yes. Cam Newton isn't always an accurate quarterback. He's not always
1: accurate, and, and that's what will, our caller, our caller will was talking hand about earlier. It from over yeah, to you. He
2: will. You got to be ready when he throws you the ball. Don't drop it. Mm-hmm. Don't be Orlando Skander can drop the ball. You know. Don't be, uh, you know, Anthony Brown. What game was that last year? God, yeah. my God, it was late Raiders. Yeah, Anthony Brown had a could chance. Have, could seal the game. game right sealed there. Seal the game. Yeah. Don't drop the ball. So, I, I, it's, it's it's a it's a it's a unique fit. And unique, and I have a lot of respect for Norv Turner, because what he's able been able to do, but he requires an accurate quarterback to run his offense with some success. And Cam and watch me just blow this up because Cam will then throw for five hundred yards. <laughs> but he doesn't always throw the ball accurately. And and that's yeah. that but he's got big receivers. That's what you have to be, he will throw the ball up for the big receivers.
1: And when you look at Cam's numbers throughout his career, he's always been a double-digit interception
2: guy, he and
1: he's been a less than 60% uh, accuracy he, That has
2: always been his M.O., but the biggest thing he can kill you with is running the ball. And he had
1: the most run yards rushing that he's had in his career last year yeah. with 754 yards Whoa, averaging 5.5 and, and uh, yards a carry. And it
2: might be because of the offensive line situation that he might have to do a little bit more running. But – I think the way Norv Turner is going to play around this is get ready for get ready for a lot of targets to McCaffrey. You know that that you know the screens, the Texas route inside. He's going to find ways to try and back
3: Dallas off of him.
2: You know he's not going to let that rush. If he's going to try and protect his line, he's got to be very conscious of that rush.
3: And we talked about Olson earlier in the week. He's a he's as good as an underneath safety blanket ancient, as there is
2: ancient, but a great, great. When I talk about contested ball catcher, you know, him, uh, Heath, Frazier, whoever's got him in this game, he needs to, they they need to fight through him because he can catch some contested ball. Think
1: of Turner's offenses over the last 25 years. And he was in Minnesota, Ed Rudolph. He was in San Diego for like six years with Antonio Gates. Super, super. Novacek here in the, Redskins.
2: I remember when he was a head coach. Did he have anybody at Washington?
3: He had
1: um, Cooley.
3: Was he around? No, he he, wasn't there yet. When Cooley wasn't involved with that.
1: No, no. In fact, I looked it up the other day. I wrote it down somewhere. I got to find it. Um, Oh, in that notebook yours, right? Yeah, that's right. It's somewhere in here. (laughs) Uh, It doesn't help you if you write something down and then you don't know where you wrote it down. Um, When he was at Miami, he had like Randy McMichael or somebody like that. Yeah. And but he didn't. It wasn't an Asher. With Washington, okay, James Asher. I don't remember. Well, I so what, I did no, not have a tight end. I of played Note. a couple
2: of games out of helmet. I can't remember that <laughs> far back. I I do remember some games like in the seventies though. There's some games I remember. Yeah, some something <laughs>
1: stick in our
2: memory. Some, and things. some things I, I was don't. I wanted. I left early when Clint Longley threw the touchdown. I left early that game. Whoa. That's, that's the last time I ever left a game early. Wow. I mean they, when you talk I mean Clint Longley complete the ball to uh, Drew, Drew Pearson, Pearson thanks, 70, Thanksgiving Day 1974. 1974. Yeah, that's the that's the first time I ever left the game and it was the last time I ever left a game early.
3: Oh man. <laughs> I was trying to well. beat
2: traffic or what. Yeah, uh, we I was with my grandmother and she was she was kind of like, you know, we we my family was in the restaurant business. And we had a, a company that uh, provided bus service, you know, had an open bar and food, and all that. It was really a good thing, not for a kid that's my age, but 11 years old, but <laughs> But it was fun. And we were sitting on the bus, and everybody got on the bus, and they were all excited. And we're like, What happened? And oh, the Cowboys won. And I'm like, I looked at my grandmother, and she's just kind of put her head down. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to make you leave early.
1: All right. The two minute warning goes to both
3: benches. There we go. Okay. So, Cowboys, what are they going to do Sunday? What's going to happen? I've gone back and forth all week. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with the chip on the shoulder theory. Cowboys Cowboys win. chip is going to be larger than the Panthers chip. I I think maybe these receivers surprise us for this week and and they can they can hit some plays in the passing game cuz I I think Zeke's ready to rock. I think he's going to have a terrific game Now, notwithstanding maybe you know there's going to be some problems up front at times, but I think Zeke and they 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 get back to what they do and they win this one on the road. I and think- you got a score? Uh it might be sloppy and raining out there. I'd say 21-17.
2: Dallas win there, huh?
3: Yeah. Okay. I I got the Panthers in this one. And
2: I I feel like that if you weren't playing a a really good front – I know the Cowboys have an outstanding offensive line – but I don't know how good they are right now at center, and I don't know how really good they are. They could be really good at guard one day. Right now at left guard, they're not, and that kid can develop. I just worry about that. I just worry about them trying to run the football. I feel like that they might get in a situation like what it was with Denver. Hopefully, they could take advantage of the secondary. But I think that the, I think it'll be difficult for them to to move the ball offensively uh, with this case. Uh, but I, I'll take the Panthers in this one. Uh, Twenty four. Panthers. Here's what I've got.
1: It's going to go right down to the wire.
2: Mm. Field goal, huh?
1: Surprising. It's going to be a field goal. (laughs) And it's going to be Brett Maher with the game-winning 57-yard field goal. In the rain. In the rain. On grass. (laughs) On grass. (laughs) As the Cowboys beat the Panthers 23-20. Your final score. You, you almost added something. that
2: incorrectly, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. You almost give him 24.
1: <laughs> 24, twenty four. 24-20. Oh wait.
2: No. Yeah, yeah. no wait. So there you go. I hope you guys are right. I yep. just I just worry about yeah. maybe, maybe this thing will improve. Every, if you're playing no. anybody but this defensive front, I I think I would kind of I would lean that way. I just worry about can they do enough?
1: If I was on CarolinaPanthers.com, I'd say Graham Gano has the game winner. Yeah, Fifty-seven yards <laughs> 57. on grass. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. All right. Hope you're that right. Does it. Enjoy the game on Sunday and enjoy Dallas Cowboys program, DallasCowboys.com programming in the meantime.
0: This has been a production of DallasCowboys.com and the Dallas Cowboys Football Club.
3: How about you, Cowboys?